It's Thursday, July 15th, 2010. So far, 2010 is the hottest on record. BP oil disaster stop and go. But make no mistake, the number one goal is to shut in the well and kill it. Michigan goes from rust belt to green belt. New developments in the West Virginia coal mine explosion. Plus... It's alive! It's alive! It's alive! Yes, it's alive. For now, climate and clean energy legislation is back in the Senate. All of that and more straight ahead. I'm Brad Friedman of bradblog.com. And I'm Desi Doyan. Stand by for six minutes of independent green news, politics, analysis, and snarky comment. All over the world, there are places that are drilling that don't have nearly the regulation we have. So by driving the industry off of our shore, we actually drive it to places like the Niger Delta and increase the environmental risk of the world's oceans, not decrease. So if I understand you there, Senator Mary Landrew, if we decrease regulation, we improve the environment. Mm, Okay, that'll work. Brilliant. This is your Green News Report. Okay, Desi, hottest year on record so far, and yet this isn't making it onto Fox News. I'm confused. I don't understand it. It's as if they're in denial or something. Shocking, I know. But we'll get to that in a moment. Remember the Upper Big Branch mine explosion in West Virginia that killed 29 miners back in April? I do, just before the oil disaster, and that knocked it off the front pages. Yes, now an NPR News investigation has documented a potentially illegal act. Three eyewitnesses say an electrician was ordered by an Upper Big Branch mine supervisor to deliberately disable a methane gas monitor two months before the explosion. Now, only one witness would speak on the record to NPR. The other two refused, fearing for their jobs, but they say that they believe the monitor was malfunctioning. But still, disabling it is against the law. It's official. The first six months of 2010 are the hottest January through June on record. That's according to NASA. It's both in terms of atmospheric data and in combined atmospheric and ocean readings. Also, just this week in the Atlantic Ocean, new measurements show sea surface temperatures in the Atlantic Hurricane Basin are the warmest ever recorded for the month of June. And if that weren't enough, Arctic ice experts report that ice extent at the North Pole hit the lowest ever recorded for the month of June. Oh, you and your facts and figures and demonstrable science. President Obama called on Congress to pass clean energy legislation to boost clean energy jobs at a groundbreaking for a new electric car battery plant in Holland, Michigan today. It's the ninth battery plant constructed with funds from the Stimulus Recovery Act. Michigan Governor Jennifer Granholm says 62,000 jobs in the battery industry will be created, and she's going to turn the rust belt of Michigan into the green belt. That's 62,000 jobs over the next 10 years. Still, this is the right direction. In the BP oil disaster in the Gulf, operations are at a critical juncture. Notwithstanding all the stops and starts, pressure testing of the new tighter cap was delayed overnight after BP engineers had to repair a leak in the choke line that will be slowly closed off over the next 48 hours to test the integrity of the well. Now expect this to move slowly and cautiously over the next two to three days. So the concern here is if they plug it up too quickly, the pressure could make the whole rest of the well bore explode out laterally. Is that the concern? Basically that is. And so even if the well bore is damaged, this will still provide extra containment capability and they will still rely on those two relief wells to be completed in August. We walked into this almost completely blind, almost completely unprepared to understand the impact of the use of these dispersants 
On Thursday, a congressional hearing on chemical dispersants used in the BP oil disaster highlighted the federal government's disturbing lack of research and data on its effects. At the Senate Appropriations Subcommittee hearing testimony, EPA Administrator Lisa Jackson admitted that the long-term effects of the dispersants on marine life are unknown. Ken Cook, president of the Environmental Working Group, was much more blunt. Some industry and government spokespeople are trying to reassure us that this chemical is really no different than some of the chemicals we find in everyday detergents and other consumer products. Unfortunately, we don't have a safety system that assesses those chemicals in those applications either. Finally, Senate Democrats are threatening to bring climate and clean energy legislation up for debate in the next two weeks. Threatening? Oh, yes, before Congress (laughs) adjourns for the August recess. Now, it looks like Senate Democrats will try to make a deal to exempt utilities from any clean air regulations from the EPA in exchange for gaining their support for the bill. So the utility companies here, the polluters, are going to have their own say, and the deal they're going to make is that the EPA will no longer be able to regulate them in exchange for allowing a cap on emissions? For a short time, yes. Brilliant. Read about that and much more at our website, greennews.bradblog.com. We'll let New Orleans rap group Shamar Allen Music play us out. You can watch the whole video at our website, greennews.bradblog.com. I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyan. And this has been your Green News Report. To those affected in your families, I'm deeply sorry. Keep your sorry. Sorry won't clean the spill Save the lives you killed No change how I feel So don't say sorry Think that we don't know But we know how this goes It's just damage control To whom we make concern Come here, first things first Tell me how much is this dead pelican worth How does it feel to have a man's blood on your shirt Single-handedly put a whole industry out of work I don't care who old it is, but y'all ain't gonna deceive me